to another episode of Military Spouse Strong. I'm your host, Krista Frost, and I just wanted to spend a little time today on a topic I've been receiving a lot of questions about lately, and that's how you actually become a key spouse. So the first thing we need to talk about is who exactly can become a key spouse. And the short answer is everyone. The key spouse program, I think, is a little bit of a misnomer in that people other than military spouses can absolutely be a part of this volunteer program. So that means people who are active duty military, guard, and reserve can be in the program. You don't have to be a spouse, but their spouses and family members can also be a key spouse. Civilians who work for a unit and want to volunteer can absolutely be a key spouse. That's actually how I started out. Um, And then, of course, contractors who work for a division, they can all participate in this program. The only caveat to that is that being a key spouse means that you might be on base a lot, you might be, um, you know, volunteering for events, you might have access to uh, the email addresses uh, within the unit. So you do need to have uh, a identification in order to get on base. It just makes it a lot easier to get to the trainings that are usually quarterly and also to go to some of the meetings that you need to go to. So just having that identification is pretty important. And uh, But other than that, anyone can be a key spouse. It really is a program that is open to everyone. So what exactly is this key spouse program? Well, this program is a volunteer program where key spouses are chosen as volunteers and are appointed by the commander of a unit to support that group. So volunteers support by acting as a liaison between the commander and unit members. So um, what they're usually doing is taking questions from unit members and their families about programs that might be really helpful to them, about resources that are on and off base that they might be able to use and sometimes even getting questions that they can relay to the commander, maybe even anonymously. So you do get that sometimes. But acting as that liaison, really understanding what resources are available to families and making sure that everybody is aware of those resources. So that's really the main job of a key spouse. Now, key spouses can also do a lot more than that. What I found in the program is there really is creative life license to uh, make the program whatever you want it to be. So if you want to do different events, maybe some team building, maybe some you know fun things for members, you can absolutely try and institute that. Um, if you are looking to do something more along the lines of meal trains for those who are maybe having uh, children or who might be going through a little bit of a tough time, that is also um, a great thing to put together for the unit. So a lot of just doing events, taking questions, understanding resources, and you get a lot of help along the way. Uh, You also have the Airmen and Family Readiness Center, which puts on quarterly trainings, which are absolutely wonderful. We have a lot of fun in them. There's a lot of open discussion, and you get to meet a lot of other uh, people who are also on base, whether they're spouses or whether they're working, uh, they're at the base, you know, you just get to meet a lot of people in this way. So I love the program for that as well. Um, and 
other than that, um, you know, a, a really good way that I heard this defined, this position defined, is that you are a one-stop shop for all questions and really just pointing people in the right direction. So that's what this program is all about. Um, now, if that sounds like a little bit too much responsibility or you don't have a whole lot of time to volunteer, but you still want to help out, you absolutely can do that. Um, so you can still sign up to be a volunteer for your unit, but just not really as a formal key spouse. You can help with events and bringing ideas maybe to the key spouses that are already in place that might help the unit. It's just a little less of a formal commitment. So if you did want to do that, you could always reach out to your key spouse, which you can ask your uh, your spouse for to get you in con the contact info, info of the first shirt, who's the right-hand person to the commander. So ask your spouse for the first shirt's information and reach out to them, and they should be able to tell you who the key spouse is and give you their contact information. And you can let the key spouse know just what kind of time you have during the week, what you're really interested in volunteering for, and just how you can help out. And they should be able to point you in the right direction of, okay, this is kind of what we're needing for the unit right now and this is how you can help and then you can decide if that's something for you. Now if you did want to be a key spouse, so the formal, you know, be in the formal key spouse program and take on volunteering probably anywhere between 5 to 15 hours per week, you would first reach out to the first shirt and ask if there's a need for key spouses within the unit. If so, you'd go ahead and contact the Airmen and Family Readiness Center and ask for the Key Spouse Program Coordinator and let them know that you're interested in becoming a Key Spouse. From there, they will provide you with a letter of intent that you go ahead and sign and you may go through some sort of, you know, small interview uh, with the commander since they will actually be appointing you to the post. Uh, so they write a letter and say, I appoint this person. Um, so it all sounds really, really formal, but I assure you it's usually pretty relaxed and you have the creative license to do what you want with this program to really make it your own. You can spend as much time or maybe not as much time on it as you would like. You can maybe introduce some efficiencies into the program that haven't been there before. I instituted a quarterly newsletter just to keep everybody apprised of what was going on and also letting them know that I was actually the key spouse. A lot of people don't really know what the Key Spouse program is all about, so that was my intent was to really educate and let people know what it was all about. So whatever your goals are for the program, you really get to work with your commander to figure out what those are, you know, what's really important to them um, for the unit. Is it team cohesion? Is it, you know, making sure that events are held to keep morale high? You know, just what are those uh, what are those goals? And of course, you always, always have the Airmen and Family Readiness Center and the other key spouses within many different units across base that can really help you with ideas of just what they're doing, what's working, how they're getting involved, where they're seeing a need. So you really, really have a lot of support behind you. My first uh, key spouse assignment, you know, I had not done it before. I had talked to a lot of people who had done it and they just absolutely loved it. And so I was really excited, but I really didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what, what I was supposed to do. 
when I first started, but the uh, key spouse that was transitioning out, she actually was able to sit down with me and to walk me through what she had done, some of the things that she saw that were good, some of the things she saw that needed to be improved, and of course I worked with my commander and just figured out like what he was looking for and what his expectations were. So um, I would definitely say it's a little bit more of a formal process uh, just to get appointed than a lot of volunteering opportunities, but I will say 100% it is worth it. And I have absolutely had that creative license to do with this program. Uh, however, I, you know, whatever I decide is really, really important and I'll bring ideas and they're usually received, actually all the time received just with a lot of enthusiasm and I have a lot of support behind me. Uh, also, if you do join this program, you probably will have some opportunities throughout the years to go to conferences where you might hear from um, key spouses from across the country and very, very high up in the leadership chain who have been doing this for a really long time. So they are just amazing people to hear from. And the conferences, I haven't been to one, unfortunately, because COVID hit right in the middle of my assignment. Uh, but I just hear such, such great things and the networking potential is absolutely amazing. And just the personal reward I think that you get from this program to me is worth it. Um, I think that this really does become kind of your own as you go through it. Or if you're on a team, maybe you have a key spouse team that you're working with, you really do become that very cohesive, uh, very tight knit team. And of course you're giving back to your unit and you are kind of known as the key spouse and you are able to provide that help that people need and that education sometimes about what the program is that can really help people. So it, it is very, very rewarding. So I, I really hope you consider it. I hope that this sounds, um, you know, like something that you might want to peer into, maybe look a little bit more into. Definitely, if you're looking for more information just on the Key Spouse program, you're not 100% sure if you want to jump in yet reach out to the Airmen and Family Readiness Center. They should have some sort of key spouse coordinator or somebody who kind of takes on, you know, leading the trainings for the key spouses. And they should be able to give you some more information and some more insight into the actual program. So I hope that you learned a lot today. I hope it's something that you look into. I think the program is always looking for very like passionate and really giving people. So I hope you look into it and thank you again so much for your time. And until we talk next time, stay military spouse strong. Thanks so much.